This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome back for another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, as always, we are back here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing, man? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. This week, we wanted to get into an episode that kind of covers some of the topics that some of you may be familiar with from previous episodes, but also do a little bit of a compare and contrast between what it's like to go through the process for Italian citizenship in Italy and focus on that, but also compare and contrast to what it's like outside of Italy. Of course, we're going to be going over citizenship by descent, as well as citizenship through residency and citizenship through marriage. But Marco, I think maybe it might be worthwhile uh, just because there are so many people who listen into this podcast that are interested in citizenship by descent. Um, Would you maybe mind running through what is the process like in Italy for citizenship by descent? And then we can go into after a little bit how it may differ from uh, applying for citizenship by descent while abroad. Thank you, Rafael. I think this is going to be a very interesting episode for uh, a lot of people because a lot of people have been wondering and have been asking um, what is like i want to apply for italian citizenship but i want to live in italy while i do so is that an option and the answer is yes so i believe a lot of people are going to find this episode very interesting because we're going to outline all of the different processes that somebody can go through to apply for italian citizenship while living in Italy. But uh, let's start with citizenship by uh, descent. So the interesting thing about Italian citizenship by descent, which I believe it doesn't really exist in other countries or not as much, is that you can get Italian citizenship by descent while living in Italy. So you can actually relocate to Italy with the purpose of applying for Italian citizenship by descent, a lot of people believe that the only option uh, to get Italian citizenship by descent is to go through the process through the consulate where they live. So for people who live in America, they believe that the only option for them is to use their local Italian consulate. But actually, they can gather all their documents needed to support they are a citizenship application for citizenship by descent. And we, we've done a lot of episodes regarding the documents that are needed for citizenship by descent. Um, so once they have all the documents together, they can literally just go straight to Italy with no need to apply for any visa or any other permits. They can relocate to Italy, so travel to Italy as tourists and start the process there, which means that they will have to live there uh, for at, at least for the duration of the process. Of course, some people will be interested in uh, making Italy their home, so staying in Italy even after the process, but at least they will have to stay in Italy for the duration of the process or for the majority of it, meaning that you're free to travel back and forth to take business trips you're free to you're free to go back to america if you need to but you will have to uh, move your residency in italy Uh, that means that you'll have to have a home in italy 
where you can establish your residency meaning a lease agreement in place or if you own a house that's good too or in some cases you can have somebody else um host you so it will it will still need to be something legal so there will need to be some uh, papers that uh, show that you are uh, legally being hosted by maybe a family member or a relative and uh, that's the very first step of the process meaning have a residency address in Italy and a home where you actually reside and once your residency is um, official you can file all of your documents that show that you are entitled to Italian citizenship by descent which need to be filed in an Italian municipality and more precisely in in an office within the town hall uh, which is the citizenship office and then the town will basically start a process aimed at determining uh, whether you qualify for Italian citizenship by descent and the process will uh, the, the the end result will be that the town will grant you citizenship um, which basically will give you the status of Italian citizen which will allow you to continue residing in Italy if you want to or you can relocate back home abroad if you if you want to go back home as an Italian citizen or uh, live in any other European country and enjoy the benefits of being an Italian citizen. Well, of course, there are many benefits to being an Italian citizen, but being able to go through the process of making your claim for Italian citizenship, one of the big benefits of being able to do that, like you were saying, is to be in Italy while going through this process. I mean, that is huge right there to be able to get jump started on potentially moving abroad to Italy. There are some people that may not necessarily be interested in living in Italy full time, but would like to be able to use their Italian citizenship to the max, to take advantage of it any way that they can. And being able to live in Italy, of course, is one of those biggest benefits. But I guess one of the big questions, just kind of like we were talking about before, what are maybe some of the biggest differences? Um, are there any differences in what's required or how you actually go about the process when making this claim for Italian citizenship? Because, of course, dealing with the consulate versus dealing with the comune, I, I'm, I know there are plenty of little minute things that you may want to keep in mind during this process. The process is the same process. So uh, it's, it's basically uh, like overall, there are very many similarities and the process, we can say that from a legal standpoint is exactly the same, but there are some differences to be taken into account. Um, the first difference is like a practical difference, not a legal difference, uh, which would be when you apply for citizenship, through a consulate based in your home country uh, in America if you live in America you will be able to speak the local language meaning if you apply for citizenship through an Italian consulate in the US you will be able to speak English uh, with the clerks at the consulate because clerks within consulates of Italy within the US they speak both Italian and English and since speaking Italian is not a requirement for you to be able to uh, gain Italian citizenship by descent because you are 
enforcing your birthright. We spoke about this in several episodes. So you don't have to speak Italian from a legal standpoint to be able to apply for citizenship by descent. And the clerks within an Italian consulate in the US will speak English to you during the application process. But if you decide to file your application in Italy, although speaking Italian is not a legal requirement, you may have to because you may have to interact with the clerks at the town hall where you apply for citizenship by descent and they are not required to speak to you in English. So although speaking English, I'm sorry, speaking Italian is not required, you may have to for a practical reason, um, which means that if you don't speak Italian, you may have to hire an interpreter or use the services of a firm or a company that can help you navigate the process. And of course, this is something that you guys do at ICA, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, yes, of course. We offer a package, a comprehensive package, where we assist people who want to file the application in, in Italy uh, from beginning to end. So, of course, we help them not only navigate the process, but we um, help them interact with the um, clerks in the Italian municipalities. So that's, that means even like in person, they don't have to be there alone necessarily. They can have someone there with them for each step of the process. Uh, of course, exactly. Our full package basically uh, means that we are there physically with our mm -hmm. clients in every step of the process. Um, so together with them to help them uh, file paperwork or speak to the clerks, we actually speak to the clerks for them. But, but yes, it's, it's a very comprehensive uh, package that we offer to our clients who apply in Italy. Absolutely fantastic. Sorry, I interrupted you there. I just wanted to see if we could clarify that one point, just because, of course, it's a very important, very, very important point to uh, be able to make sure that everybody understands. Thank you. Um, other differences between the process in the US and the process in Italy would be that, um, of course, the process in Italy is much quicker, and that's probably the uh, main advantage that lead that leads some people or most people to decide to file their application in mm -hmm. Italy. Of course, the people that actually have the ability to relocate to Italy for the process. Uh, and it's quicker because you don't have to wait for an appointment to file your citizenship application. Um, for people who reside in the US, there is a wait time between um, when you actually book the appointment and when the appointment will be, because uh, there is a huge interest in Italian citizenship um, in the US. So to book an appointment, um, first of all, it's not easy to book an appointment it may require several attempts and then when you actually uh, book your appointment with the consulate the appointment will probably be several months um out which which is not necessarily a bad thing because you will have the time to gather all your documents to support your citizenship application but people who are in a rush people who maybe gather their documents very quickly they can decide to take their documents to Italy um, and apply in Italy because in Italy you don't really need an appointment. You, I mean, you may need an appointment, especially during the emergency situation, but there is no uh, long wait time uh, to actually get that appointment. So 
you may or may not need an appointment that needs to be um, uh, asked to the Italian municipality that you choose. Uh, some smaller municipalities, they just will just tell you, you can just come in whenever you're ready. Some bigger municipalities, they may have a, even a booking system or they may ask you to book an appointment uh, via email just to let them know when you'll be uh, showing up to file your application. But it's a quicker process because even if you need an appointment, there is no um, wait time for an appointment. And I believe the other big difference between applying uh, in Italy and applying through a consulate is that you normally need less documents because most consulates in the US they will ask you to present documents also for the um, non-inline relatives. So the people that are married to the individuals in your Italian line. Whereas when you apply in Italy, normally you only need the documents pertaining to the individuals in your Italian line. So birth certificates, marriage records, death certificates, but only for the individuals in your Italian uh, line. On the other hand, when you apply in Italy, you also need to be very careful about, dis about discrepancies in your documents. Be and that's because when you apply through a consulate, even if you have discrepancies in your documents and you're not able to fix them all, uh, the worst that can happen is that the consulate, on the day of your appointment, they ask you to maybe produce additional documents or maybe fix more discrepancies in your documents. But when you apply in Italy, the risk is bigger because if your documents are not flawless, which they normally never are, because uh, it's, it's, it's not easy to fix all of the discrepancies in your documents. And sometimes uh, that takes a long time or it's not even possible to do so. And what can happen is that you spend all this time to gather documents and you go to Italy and then the municipality raise issues and which you may or may not be able to comply with. But the problem is that you are in Italy. So if you're not able to comply with what the municipality wants you to do, the only option that you may have at that time is to go back. Of course, this doesn't happen with our clients because we spend a lot of time preparing their documents and making sure that the municipalities that they're going to use are going to be okay with the documents as we prepare them. But I'm mostly saying this for the people who decide to go um, DIY and decide to get their documents ready and go through the process in Italy by themselves, that the risk could be that you are just rejected by the municipality because they don't like your documents and the only option that you have available at that time is to just go back to the US and fix your documents. It sounds as though that there are certain maybe measures that a person may want to take that may be a little bit more strict in one case or a little bit more strict in the other um, just based on where they're going to apply. Uh, I, I vaguely remember in the past that you said if maybe a, a, a person has maybe a little bit more of a complicated um, 
a family line, a set of documents or so on, that it may actually be more worthwhile to apply in one situation or in one location over the other. Can you maybe just remind us what that would look like, for example, if somebody has um, family like uh, name changes and so on that may need to be taken into account when going through this process? Well, if you have a very complex situation with name changes, adoptions, or multiple adoptions, or um, situations that need to be explained to the clerk, especially from a legal standpoint, it may be a little bit easier to do so in an Italian consulate, just because clerks there are normally more prepared, which doesn't necessarily mean that you cannot find a clerk in an Italian municipality that is not as prepared, but the, the chances that you will find a clerk in an Italian municipality that is very prepared from a legal standpoint to understand right. very peculiar situations are um, much lower. Interesting. And so... Uh, there's been a lot that we've covered so far. And of course, there are other episodes where we talked a little bit more in depth. This is kind of one of the more uh, of an overview episode. So I think if it sounds good to you, maybe it might be worthwhile starting to talk about um, citizenship by marriage or citizenship by residency. I'm getting tongue tied here today, but maybe just because it can in some cases be tied to citizenship by descent, maybe we should just quickly tackle citizenship through marriage. So say, for example, somebody has uh, gotten their citizenship by descent and they're already recognized, they have their passport or their ID card from Italy, uh, but then they have a spouse that would like to be able to apply for citizenship by marriage. What would that process look like for the spouse in Italy versus abroad? Well, first of all, a lot of people wonder if it's necessary to live in Italy Uh, for a spouse of an Italian citizen to be able to apply for citizenship through marriage? And the answer is no. Uh, Unlike other countries, uh, if you are an Italian citizen, your spouse can apply for Italian citizenship through marriage, even if you guys live abroad. And it's not even ever necessary for your spouse to live in Italy at some point in their life. So it's absolutely possible for the spouse of someone who gained Italian citizenship by descent while living abroad, or the spouse of an Italian citizen born in Italy living abroad, it's, it's absolutely possible for their spouse to apply for Italian citizenship through marriage uh, without ever living in Italy in their life, mm-hmm. which is a big um, advantage that it's not offered in um, other countries. Uh, for example, if I'm not mistaken, for the spouse of an American citizen to be able to gain U.S. citizenship through marriage, uh, living in the U.S. for some time is a requirement. But with that being said, if the Italian spouse and the non-Italian spouse are residing in Italy, the process is quicker. So although it's not required to ever live in Italy, for the non-Italian spouse to be able to get Italian citizenship through marriage, if the couple lives in Italy, the process takes less time. Uh, mm-hmm. Primarily because you can apply for citizenship after two years from the marriage and not after three years, as it happens if, you, if the couple resides abroad. Um, and also if you have minor children, the time is cut into 
F. So if you are uh, a couple and one of you is an Italian citizen and you have minor kids, your non-Italian spouse, if you are living in Italy, could get Italian citizenship or could actually start the process of uh, applying for Italian citizenship after only one year from the marriage. And I just wanted to make sure that um, it's clear that it's one year or two years or three years from the marriage date and not from when the Italian spouse has gotten Italian citizenship by descent. So if you have obtained Italian citizenship by descent and you have already been married for the number of years that are required, your spouse can initiate immediately the process of getting Italian citizenship through marriage. That right there I know is a very important point because I've spoken with people who've actually been in the situation where they have had uh, clerks from the Italian consulates telling them, oh no, it's not from the date of marriage, it's from the date of recognition of citizenship. But if you think about it, when it comes to citizenship by descent, that's a bit absurd because the person is not a newly recognized citizen. They are a citizen from the time that they are born. So it's really unfortunate that there do seem to be some mistaken interpretations out there when it comes to Italian law. And that's also the other thing that has to be considered during these processes is it's not just simply a matter of what is written on the books, but also the interpretation of the person who is actually processing these documents at the end of the day. That's absolutely true. Now, there is um, a requirement, which is um, that the non-Italian spouse needs to be able to speak Italian and, and you actually need a, an Italian language uh, certificate to apply for citizenship through marriage, which just to be extremely clear, is not required to apply for citizenship by descent, but it is required to apply for citizenship through marriage. So um, the person who is of Italian descent can get Italian citizenship by descent without speaking Italian um, in Italy to make the process quicker if they want to, like we just said at the beginning of the episode. But the non-Italian spouse married to the Italian must speak some level of Italian and the level required is lower intermediate. We, I believe we did several episodes about the language requirement and, and where to take the test. And the test is required regardless of whether you apply for citizenship through marriage in the US or in Italy. And, and by the way, this requirement was introduced just a few years ago because right. um, prior to 2018, speaking Italian wasn't even a requirement for people uh, applying for citizenship through marriage. So it was even easier uh, to get Italian citizenship through marriage. Not only you didn't have to live in Italy, but also you didn't have to speak Italian. Now they made it a little bit more complex because you do have to speak Italian to apply for citizenship through marriage, so not by descent. But there have also been some talks about introducing a new requirement where you have to actually reside in Italy to be able to apply for citizenship through marriage. But mm. uh, fortunately, they were just talks. So there was no so for the law. time being there's nothing to be concerned about per se absolutely and i believe there won't be anything to be concerned about because uh, really it was just some talks from one political party that wanted to introduce uh, mm -hmm. such provisions but 
normally when things get serious, at least there is a draft of a law that is at some point created within the Italian parliament, but none of the kind happened. But they did talk about, you know, making it a little bit more mm-hmm. difficult to, for people to um, apply for citizenship through marriage. And, and, you know, this political party was primarily concerned about uh, people immigrating from um, countries in Eastern Europe or Asia. So they wanted to make it a little bit more difficult for the spouses of those mm-hmm. people to um, uh, be able to apply for um, citizenship through marriage, and that was a political party um, that, that maybe some a lot of people will understand what party I'm referring to. But they they were completely against immigration. Right. But um, luckily, you know, none of that happened. Right. And I believe well, also. I mean, the the unfortunate reality is also to to it's it's I think very important when talking about these discussions to take take these discussions that have happened into consideration, so you know. I mean, really, at the end of the day, there's no time like now. Like, if you can do it now, it's best to just start and not have to think because we know what the rules are today. We don't know what they're going to be tomorrow or in five years from now. So when you do have that ability, but also even then, just the unfortunate reality was that there were a lot of um, couples that, uh, in air quotes, if you're just listening to this as an audio-only podcast, um, that did abuse the system, that did take things down a road that could theoretically make it harder for other people. And that's one of the reasons why some of these discussions were coming up. But at the same time, it is nice that things didn't change much more than they had. But one other thing that I think might be worthwhile, just to clarify, um, just so that there's no confusion, because if people have listened to other uh, podcast episodes that we've done, they'll know that if you got married before a certain time or if you did something before X, Y, or Z time, that there can be a caveat or like an exception made uh, for individuals who maybe got married before a certain date. But in this case, when it comes to the language requirement, this is not dependent on when you got married at all. It's about when you are making the application. So, for example, if you got married in 2015, then you still have the requirement if you're now making the application in 2022, or is that incorrect? That's correct, and it's actually a very good point. Uh, A lot of people have been wondering about that. Well, thank you for that clarification. And just to move on to the last topic, citizenship by residency. How does that work? Because, I mean, really, at the end of the day, that's something that can only be done in Italy. But just quickly, what are some of the requirements for somebody to be able to do that? How is it possible for somebody to be able to get into Italy to be able to be eligible and be in Italy long enough to be eligible to make that application? How, how does that all work? Of course, now we're referring to people who want to get Italian citizenship based on a number of years of residency in Italy, which would be four years for European citizens. So citizens of the EU who decide to live in Italy um, or 10 years for non-EU citizens. And of course, if you are a non-EU citizen, you need a residency permit or a visa uh, that allows you to legally reside in the country. to file the application, you need to not only take the language test that we uh, spoke about, and of course here we're referring to people who 
are not of Italian descent or people who are of Italian descent and don't qualify for citizenship through um, ancestry or, or, of course, people who are not married to Italian citizens. So Mm -hmm. if you are somebody who is not of Italian descent or don't qualify for citizenship by descent, you're not married to an Italian, the only path for you to get Italian citizenship is to get Italian citizenship after a number of years of residency in Italy. But then how does it end up working out for those people who may be of Italian descent but not eligible for Italian citizenship by descent? I'm, I'm happy you asked that question because, and that's actually something that I should have said, because if you are of Italian descent and don't qualify for citizenship by descent, and there's a quicker path for you to get Italian citizenship through residency, so still based on a number of years spent in Italy, but only if you have an Italian-born parent or grandparent. In that case, you can get Italian citizenship based on residency after only three years of uh, full-time residency in Italy. That's fantastic. I mean, we've, we've talked about it before, but it's really amazing how even for those people who may not qualify for Italian citizenship by descent, there is still a legal path that helps them to be able to get more connected with the land of their ancestors. But I think we've covered just about everything. Like we've done an amazing overview or really you have done such an amazing overview of all of these processes. But just before, of course, we end out, if somebody is needing help with any of the processes that we've spoken about today or any of the others that we've spoken about in any other episodes of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or uh, give us a call. The number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, thank you again, Marco, for making yourself available for another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, and also for anybody who may be interested in other content about life abroad, living abroad, and living in Italy or living in the EU as a dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel or my audio-only podcast. Uh, You can find it on YouTube through my name, Rafael Di Furia, or Not Your Average Globetrotter, which is also how you can find it on your favorite podcast player of choice, where I talk about life abroad, living abroad and all of these related topics and go into some of the uh, little nitty gritty details about the daily life and how that goes and then also some out and about episodes where we go walk around and do some exploring Uh, but of course thank you again Marco this has been really so great to be able to get into this topic Uh, of course if anybody needs to reach out to you they can get to you through italiancitizenshipassistance.com again i'm rafael di furia thank you all so much for joining us for this episode and we will see you all next time later thank you